What's up, everybody? Sultan of Strangles here, a.k.a. the Kimura King, a.k.a. the Ayatollah of Ankle Locks. Um, today was a very, 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 very special episode with one of my freaking heroes. Um, back when YouTube was actually a cool platform, there was a small, tight-knit community of really cool content creators there were no stupid algorithms. There were no stupid rules. You could curse. You could play copyright copyright music. It was freaking awesome. 2010, man. Um, my favorite YouTuber of all time, Ice One Cube. He's like a big brother to me. He's like a, a he's a mentor to me. He's one of the people that I truly look up to in this world in every single way. Um, I'm a really rowdy guy, you know, fighting, getting in trouble, women, etc. But um, when I have a, a serious life decision I, I got to make, man, I ask myself, like, what would Frank do? He is the person. If I could go back in life and, you know, undo all the bad decisions I made, man, I would want to be I would want to be like him. He is just the most wholesome spiritual good-hearted moral powerful human being i've ever met in my life man and when you're in his presence you just feel his freaking energy man he it just you feel like you're in the presence of someone who's like superhuman you feel like you're on an episode of dragon ball z he's like insanely strong and insanely good shape and um, his videos really changed my life. Um, a lot of them got taken down because he deleted his channel. But he gives some wonderful relationship advice. He gives some wonderful lifting advice. He's one of the OGs of the YouTube workout community. I think before him, there's like only one more, you know, Scooby and like one more guy. He's one of the OGs. And tonight he came on the podcast and we talked for about an hour. And uh, I think you guys could gain a lot from that. You know, with the modern day role models out there like fucking Dan Bilzerian and these other degenerates. It's nice to just see someone that you could actually look up to. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy the episode. One of my best friends, my mentor, my favorite YouTuber of all time, Frank Huang, a.k.a. Ice One Cubed. Hello? Mike. Well, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. I've been wanting to... Is audio, audio good? Um, I gotta... Let's keep talking and see if I could figure it out. Um, yeah, let's chat and then... Okay. All right, guys. So many of you see me as like a big brother figure, a role model, um, you know, a mentor, and I'm honored. But today, you guys are gonna be are gonna meet my mentor, my role model, my <laughs> big brother figure, my favorite YouTuber of all time, Ice One Cube. <laughs> What's up, Frank? How are you, man? I'm good, Mike. You are. Too kind to me, man. I'm <laughs> I'm humbled. You're a I really appreciate you. You're a living so much. Legend, dude. Oh man, you're so kind. <laughs> you're you're too kind to me. 
Thank you. Man. Um, so is there any way you could speak a little louder? Uh, yeah. Let me see if I turn the fan off, if that would help. Are you using your AirPods right now? I am using my AirPods. Is it better if I uh, switch let's, over to something else? Yeah. Let, let's see how it sounds if you just do like a speakerphone kind of deal. You know what? Or I have that... a wired microphone that I could use. Yeah, let's give that a shot. See how that works. Let me let me try that real fast. Cause it's not that bad, but uh, it's a little a little weak. A little weak. Okay. Uh, Jojo, do you have a, a plug in? Where did those all go? how the journey all started. The YouTube journey. The YouTube journey, man. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I don't really know that there was a, you know, a big uh, or a major event that started it all. I was just, you know, YouTube was just starting back in 2008 and I just thought it would be fun. You know, I had just finished college and uh, at the time I had the Zanga blog. Do you remember Zanga? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, a now defunct blogging website that catered mainly towards, I think it was mainly Asians, but yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I was just write random blogs, post pictures and just, you know, overall just try to be entertaining. And, uh, you know, there was a small following there. Oh, and then when YouTube came along, I was just like, Oh, this seems fun. And I just basically turned some of those blogs that I wrote into, into videos, you know, and then, Gradually went from there. I had all these home videos that my dad had recorded over the years, and I started sharing clips from that, and it just kind of grew from there. Uh, Just kind of doing what everybody else was doing back then with, you know, parody music videos and workout videos. Actually, this was before anybody was making workout videos. I think the only person that I remember doing it at the time... Yeah, and at the time, right? Do you remember who uh, uh, Scooby is? Scooby? Yeah, yeah, of course. He's the OG I, of fitness. Yeah, the OG OG. Like, he was the first I, – I can remember the first person doing anything yeah. uh, workout-related. And he always wore that, like, hat. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a different world back then, you know? It was, it was crazy. Uh, YouTube was so much of a smaller community. Yeah. And the content was so much more wholesome back then, right? It really wasn't <laughs> about partnership and money. It was just a bunch of dudes and girls making funny videos just for the hell of it, you know, yeah. just to have yeah. fun. And yep. uh yeah. Um so I've been following you since the the freaking beginning. <laughs> and man You were it, the very first person that I met in real life from Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was way back in the day, you know, you came and we hung out and we went out to that, I don't even remember what restaurant it was, but then downtown Gen, Fullerton. It was Gen Grill. Gen Grill. Okay, okay. Yeah, downtown Fullerton. We walked around there and we ate. Remember, it was yep. good times, man. And we finally worked out together. It was cool as hell. Yeah. You sent me that picture today of that. I was like, man, that wow. was eight <laughs> years ago today, man. <laughs> How That's crazy awesome. is that? Oh, wow. It was, it was eight years ago this exact day today? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, wow. Yeah, because I got a I got a notification on Facebook. And then what's fascinating is I randomly texted you today to check up on you for no reason. Oh, oh wow. And how crazy is it that that popped up after that? <laughs> oh, it bro, popped up after serendipity, that. Bro, serendipity, bro. Yeah, serendipity, bro. Totally. <laughs> it's meant to be that we're talking right now. Yeah, man. 
So yeah, you were one of the OG YouTubers. Um, I got so much inspiration from for working out from you. And um, <laughs> the life advice was so good, man. Even though, you. you know, I didn't follow it because, you know, I've, I've had girlfriends and stuff, but it was cool to, to actually have a male role model that's not telling you to go bang bitches and <laughs> be a degenerate. You're like actually telling us to like be good people and like wait till marriage and stuff. It was cool, man, because we don't really have that too much in the society, you know? Is that what I said? I don't. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember you did. You're like, yeah, I wouldn't be. I I wouldn't be able to tell you guys about sex because I haven't had it yet. And then you did a skit of you calling yourself a loser. Oh wow, you're such a loser. <laughs> like, oh man, that was so funny, man. Man, filmed on my potato quality cam camcorder with my not non HD and non widescreen yes. video. But it's all about the quality, man. Forget who cares about those things. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a different world. Yeah. YouTube now, man, I don't even, I don't really, besides for your stuff, I don't really watch it much because <laughs> the content creators are just not, I don't know, they just, it just doesn't hit the spot anymore. You know what I mean? It's, it's different. It's definitely different. Are you still, you know, uh, watching YouTube videos, or you just make videos now? Um, actually, I, I'm I'm with you. I actually don't don't really spend that much time on YouTube. Um, really? I find that it, uh, yeah, I, I find that it, it kind of sometimes puts me in a uh, kind of a bad mood um, How so? if I if I spend too much time on it. I think part of it is just uh, maybe it's the type of content that gets you know bumped up to the front pages and um like twerk uh, videos no not really that i'm thinking it's like a lot more um like negative news i I don't know if it's just the stuff that i I tend to be watching but you know it's uh not so much small youtubers like us anymore it's Mm -hmm. a lot more like uh you know big companies um and the news is all over uh youtube now and i don't know it just uh I don't know. It's the type of content, I guess. It's not just uh, homegrown anymore, it feels like. Yeah, it's pretty much like TV news networks now. Yeah, it's a lot like, you know, just turning on cable or whatever else, streaming services. It's all kind of competing for the same eyes. Yeah. I remember back in like 2010, it was like my dream. I'm like, man, I'm going to be a YouTube partner one day. But now I look at it, I'm like, eh, you know, I'm totally okay not being a partner. It's not a really big deal anymore. I don't even know that the partner, the partnerships are the same anymore. You know, they like, uh, I don't think it's as a big deal as it was back then. Because back really? In order to, in order to monetize videos, you have to become a partner. There's an application process and like all this stuff, right? Because I remember <laughs> I tried and I got turned down a whole bunch of times. Why did but, you get turned down? Because of the I, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I probably just wasn't uh, at the time wasn't wasn't popular enough. I guess. I think it's because some of the songs you did, they were, the beats were from popular songs. So maybe that. Maybe. Was yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And meanwhile, Niga Higa was doing that for that. That's what made him famous. But um, but that was before they made the copyright music um not available. I mean, it changes, right? It's changing like crazy. Now they have all these automatic algorithms that can 
spot all that stuff and like automatically mute your video or oh, man. make it not available in certain countries. It's crazy. It's so bad. So, um, what was I going to say? Um, as far as your videos go, um, completely forgot my question. Wow. I'm sorry. No worries. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of your, a lot of your videos were relationship advice. And um, if I'm not mistaken, you told me that most of your, um, you had a larger female following than male following, right? That was at the beginning. Um, yeah. When I first started, I think that was the case. But uh, I think all the girls were like, man, I want to get with this dreamy Asian guy, man. Maybe, maybe <laughs> no way. Should... Of course it was. Like, maybe... No way. Because you're literally what women want. They want the romantic guy that's not all about just getting to their pants. They're probably like, oh, man, <laughs> if only Frank would sweep me off my feet. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, so but why do you think that was? Out. You had a lot of relationship video advice. And it was like very wholesome advice, too. It wasn't like how to pick up chicks. It was like how to like actually be in a you know real relationship and how to act. Yeah, I think it was just a lot of the mistakes that I made. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just funny. I think it's a lot of the uh, stuff that my guy friends and I would talk about, and mm. you know mistakes that I would make, and then the blogs that I would write um, on Zanga. Just uh-huh. those things. Still, those things just kind of came together, you know, and. You know, I was like end of high school, beginning of college and end of college. It's like relationships is a big thing. You know, you're, you're constantly around people that are looking to get into relationships and it's that stage of life. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, you're like one of the few guys I know who told me, oh, they're going to wait until they get married to do the deed. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um I thought it was pretty interesting, especially in America. Like in Iran, where my family's from, that's totally normal. Yeah. But in America, it's kind of unheard of. Um, so I remember you said you you stopped recording on that channel. I remember you just disappeared one day. Yeah. And I freaking had to go to the edge of the world to find you. But I found your number somehow. I don't know how <laughs> I found your number, but I did. <laughs> And then I think in 2012, you came back. You, uh, you Something to... like that, yeah. yeah. And the main reason, yeah, the main reason you stopped, you said you were, your relationship was failing and you didn't feel comfortable giving relationship advice. Yeah, I think there was a whole bunch of stuff happening around that same time. You know, I kind of shared about it recently. Uh, I lost my dog that same week and then oh, my relationship was already kind of on the rocks then. And then, uh, yeah, it was just a rough period. And I, I, at times I can be kind of dramatic. And I think back then, especially since I was a lot younger, mm-hmm. um, it just seemed like uh, the right thing to do in the moment. But um, ultimately, it didn't make a difference. But at least I learned a lesson. Yeah. And now you're happily married from yeah, as far as I'm, uh, as far as I know. Yes. Um. So tell us a little bit about that, man. How's the married life? the The relationship king has finally <laughs> settled down. So, well, I can tell you that uh, right now things are rough, but not between me and her. It's uh, just our family situation. 
Mm, yeah. Um, and I think the advice that I would give now is uh, definitely make sure that you find the right partner. Yeah. Because um, if I had rushed into uh, this, and I realize now, like looking back, if I had rushed into this with um, any of the previous, not to say that they weren't good people, but I, I don't really know. I mean, people surprise you, right? They can always step up to the plate and, and uh, be up for the challenge mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, surprise you with, uh, you know, resolve and uh, dedication to your family and things like that and sacrifice when the time calls for it. But uh, at least when we were younger, um, I don't know if any of those relationships could have lasted through what we're going through right now. So with Joanne, um, she's definitely, she's definitely like my rock. She That's is, amazing. She is so supportive. Um, I mean, obviously because of our situation here at home, we, we live with my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not ideal, right? We, we mm-hmm. got married right away and then lived with my parents. Didn't, never got a chance to kind of be on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, and every day, like, you know, this call with you is, is starting pretty late here because we, I had to take care of mom, you know, and, and give her a bath and brush her teeth and feed her and then put her to bed. And the whole time, you know, Joanne's in the background here supporting me and supporting the family and, and I couldn't do it without her. So, um, definitely make sure you find the right person because life comes, uh, unexpectedly you know and uh when you're forced to go through something seemingly impossible like this that's when people's like true colors kind of come out exactly i can darkest times yeah i can honestly say that uh, her true colors are just incredible she's uh so supportive i i couldn't ask for more that's that's really beautiful man do you do you think you could have gone gotten through this current situation with your mom if without like a strong spouse there with you? Um, I don't know since that's not the situation right now. I mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't be able to imagine it, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, but with her here, it's just been she's just been such an incredible help. Like, uh, there's so many things that happen privately here in the background that. YouTube never gets to hear about it. Nobody outside of this home ever gets to see it, you know, and it's just so much sacrifice happening behind the scenes um, mm-hmm. on, on her part. And uh, yeah, I just, I just couldn't ask for more. And finding that right partner to go through this stage of life with is just, uh, you know, it's so eye opening. That's beautiful, man. Um, now, I wanted to ask you because mm-hmm. I feel like we don't we don't get too many men talking about this, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as far as how to find the right partner. Guys are usually talking about how to get laid, this, that, how to pick up chicks. <laughs> it's mostly the women who are talking about, you know, how to they're talking about the, the mental and spiritual aspect. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what would your what would your uh advice be to find the perfect partner for me i haven't found the perfect partner maybe my my game plan is just weak but uh, (laughs) (laughs) so so with me i believe that the honeymoon phase uh, finishes after nine months so the whole sweep me off my feet stuff i don't believe Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. what i believe is that like 80 percent of your values should coincide yeah. For example, for me, fitness is a must, not yeah. 
optional. It's a must. My girl must be into fitness. Our values must be the same. Our morals must be the same. I'm assuming since you're a very religious Christian, that's a must for you. Yes. what, What advice would you give to a young man who's actually serious about finding a life partner, not just trying to pick up chicks? I, I totally agree with you there. Um, mm-hmm. 80%. No, that, that seems like the right number to me. Um, I'm with you there. I think uh, you definitely have to sit down and be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and really maybe even literally write out, you know, exactly what are the things that are must haves that you mm-hmm. uh, will not compromise on. Right. And mm-hmm be aware of those things and be aware and be honest with yourself that if somebody does not meet this criteria to not waste your time. Exactly. In the past I had, uh, you know, going back, um, if I could talk to my younger self, you know, I wasted a lot of time in some previous relationships, kind of hoping and wishing that person would change. And, uh, a lot of the times, Accept them for who they are, right? You you mm-hmm. can't you can't go into it expecting them to change to meet what what it is that you want. Um, those things that you have to write out and are are uh, non negotiables. Uh, you have to be aware of those to to move on or uh, you know yeah change change course if uh, uh, it. And mm-hmm. um, otherwise, you have to reevaluate yourself and say whether or not those things you can let go, because you're not going to be able to, you know, change the person and you're not going to be able to exist in that in that place where your your needs are not being met and then still, you know, still be happy, you know, still still find that that person is the right person for you. So I'm with you there, just being aware of what those things are and then, you know, making sure that you are making the right decisions um, and not not dilly dallying, you know, wasting a lot of time trying to, to make, make a, you know, square peg fitting around hole. Yeah. Like my mentality was, um, my mentality was like, bro, I'm like, bro, you're ugly. Just settle for whatever you could get. And then I'm like, bro. <laughs> 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 like, oh goodness. It's like, it's like, bro, like, I just got to settle for whatever comes my way. I can't be picky. Look at me. But then I'm like, man, this is my life. I, I'm not going to be miserable for the rest of my life. I, I got to be kind of picky, at least personality wise. I remember, I won't say, I won't say her name, but at the time, the girl you were dating, we were at the gym, not that long, maybe an hour. And she was complaining to you while you were at the gym that long. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, woman, you're dating Ice One Cube, and you're oh, complaining goodness. that he was at the gym for too long. Like, do you not know who this man is? Like, you I dare mean, so, talk to a legend look, like this. Like, looking back, that's exactly kind of what I mean, right? What are the non-negotiables? And if there are things that are non-negotiables for you. No one should be telling you whether or not those things are right or wrong, right? That's you deciding for yourself. And yes. if you put your foot down and those things are right, then it is up to you also to make the tough decisions to move on when the time uh, is right and mm-hmm. not kind of drag it out. And I think looking back now, it, it was clear to me that uh, there was – but I, I don't think at that time I was uh, essentially man enough to make that hard decision. Yeah. So 
really, I can only blame myself. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're very young. And this is kind of why I want to make this podcast, you know, so young men could listen to this and be like, okay, now I know. Now I know what I have to look for, you know, yeah. because there's so many other people in our shoes and I want them to be able to have something to listen to and, and understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I just want to add one more thing. It's like, sure. you know, with you mentioning that time is precious, right? Oh yeah. If I could go back and just really talk to my younger self, it's like time is precious and it's not to be wasted. You know, there's so much to learn. There's so many people to meet and those opportunities out there. There's not enough time for you to just, you know, get down on yourself and just, you know, be in a bad mood or, uh, you know, waste, waste your time with uh, non-fruitful relationships or things that aren't building, building you up, you know, exactly. to, to just waste that time in your, you know, teens or twenties, those are prime years and there's so much growth to be had and to not, to not really take take control of that and take a hold of that and and actually be uh you know be intentional with your time like that's something that i wish i could i could get back yeah because you can never get that back right yep and um and you know another thing um you were talking about time um as far as as far as young men go so i've had i've had some different thoughts on this you know when I was 19, 20, in my early 20s, I, it was pretty normal for me to have female friends, like females that I would go out with, but we were just friends. Then I was then as I got older and older, it's like the only females I really talk to are my family, the girls that I train with, um, or I'll just me I'll message back and forth on Instagram. We'll comment on each other's posts. So in order to find your ideal spouse, I know you're a very religious man. What's your, what are you, what are you allowed to do? What are you not allowed to do? Like, do you go up to girls and say, Hey, you want to go out to dinner? Or do you just kind of like talk to them as friends first? What's, what's the game plan for a man who is a little more on the conservative side and isn't, isn't comfortable dating right out the gates? I, that's a tough question, Mike. I, I don't know that um, I would even take my own advice on this because uh, to be kind of honest, I think with my relationship right now, I, I was kind of fortunate to kind of just fall into it. We were introduced friends, um, friends, 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 um, and we were both at the same gym. And so that's how we kind of met and ran into each other. So that oh, was wow. kind of, that was kind of fortunate, you know, and uh I know many, many successful relationships where the people met, you know, in a variety of ways, some, you know, through church, extremely conservative, just people at the same church, some through. That's apps. what I was going to guess for you. I thought you met her at church. No, no, I actually met her at the gym. And, wow. you know, some some through apps, uh, those relationships have been successful. Um, obviously, some from. School settings going way back. Um I don't think there is a formula for this. I mean, you just kind of have to be uh, open, ready, and willing and, um, you know, take opportunities when they come. Um, so what these, happened? You guys met at the gym and then what? We met at the gym. And 
working. We, we hung out in like the same kind of group of friends and then we started working out together. And then from that point on, it was like uh, just a slow progress, a process of getting to kind of know each other. And, um, yeah, eventually we just like, uh, hit it off and decided to, to move forward in the relationship. So, I mean, honestly, I really feel fortunate to have uh, met her this way because one that already kind of took care of one of the major uh, need, need to haves. Cause and I one saw of the biggest problems in your relationships <laughs> in past relationships. AKA so yeah. same as me. You know how many relationships <laughs> I had to end because of the gym? I mean, it's not just gym, right? It's it's a fitness lifestyle. Exactly. It's, it's, it, it goes down to like the food that we eat, the schedule that we need to be on to prioritize fitness, uh, what we like to do in our spare time, not just like veg out on the couch. Um, and it even goes down to like mentality, right? The drive to like go do something, to accomplish something, to mm-hmm. uh, improve, to change. To like, I mean, not to say that those things weren't present in my past relationships, but mm-hmm. I think definitely if you have a big drive in fitness, like, you know, I see the way that you train, you know, and the way that we trained in the past, uh, it takes a certain personality and a certain character to want to suffer through that day after day. Exactly. And I, I think, I think that does spill over into other areas of life. And, uh, you know, even when it comes to work relationships, anything else, you know, that, that mentality does, you know, does, does lend a hand into how you approach those types of other, other things. Really? So, yeah. So did you eventually go to church together or what? Yeah. Yeah, we did. So um, it was actually one of the earliest conversations that we had. Um, even before we started dating, you know, I had actually talked to her and she knew it was important to me. And so she went into it with, you know, both eyes open, understanding that, uh, you know, that was important to me and that was a big part of who I am. So um, wait, she, she was Christian as well. No, no. So that's the important, that's the interesting thing. Oh my when God. We, when I, we, I didn't know any of this. Yeah. When we first got to know each other, she wasn't, she's actually from a Buddhist family. Oh, wow. But we started talking and then she had some interactions with some Christian friends in the past, but didn't really quite understand what it was about. Uh-huh. And so one of our earliest conversations I still remember was just talking about faith. And she was telling me how, like, you know, her bad experiences in the past, not really understanding, you know, what what Christianity really is, um, what it was about, why it seemed so strange that there was so much blood and death and things like that. Why did it involve human sacrifice and things like that? Um, And so I kind of just, you know, took her through and explained it to her. And then, you know, something just she's she was interested uh, to learn more about it. And so she started going to church with me. And then eventually she actually got baptized on my birthday. No way. That's yeah. So cool. Yeah. She got baptized on my birthday. I think it was 2017. Oh, wow. Who baptized her? Um, it was a pastor at church. Like, was it in a lake or what? Um, no, no. They have like a little baptismal, like, uh, pool. Tub that thing. is so cool. I had, I thought, I thought she was Christian. I thought that was like, here, you know, a good lesson one can learn from this. Remember <laughs> how, remember how you said, um, there's the, uh, you know, there's the make or break, right? Mm-hmm. So if you were closed-minded in the beginning and you're like, hey, you know, you're cool and all, but you're not Christian, so we can't do this. But you were actually very patient. 
and you're like, you know, maybe, maybe she will, um, maybe she will come around. Maybe she will, you know, accept this lifestyle, um, <laughs> this religion. And she did, which is. That's part of it too, right? I was going to mention the point that I made earlier was you have to know when to step away. And that's something that every person needs to kind of decide for themselves. Mm-hmm. If you're not seeing progress, right? I think one of the most important things that I've learned from this relationship is the willingness to try and the willingness to uh, kind of be open to change, right? Mm. And, you know, some some people are so resistant to consider it or they get turned off and it turns into like anger or they lash out, then you kind of have to be wary of that, right? Interesting. But if the person is open to change and they're committed to you and committed to the relationship, then anything is possible, right? I mean, it opens up so many possibilities when the person is committed to you through thick and thin. And I think wow. that's kind of that's kind of where uh, what I'm seeing a lot right now, especially mm-hmm. uh, with the family situation, is it gets hard. I mean, we have hard conversations all the time. How this is not ideal. Uh, living at home is not ideal. We want to move out. We can't even, you know, get our own life started. But at, it, at the end of the day, you know, the, the conclusion of all of this is uh, we love each other and we're going to uh, work through this no matter how hard it is, you know. So we'll talk through it. We'll work through it. And uh, we're committed to this. And sure. if, that's the important thing, right? So if you can find somebody like that, then, you know, anything is anything is on the table. Anything is game. That's beautiful, man. It's um, it's that I I don't like how I don't like the original quote. I like to change it a little bit. It's mm-hmm. um, behind every strong man is an even stronger woman. <laughs> I don't I don't like the word behind. I like beside. Beside. Oh beside. yeah, I like that too. Yep. Yeah, it's just you know what do you mean beside it? Uh, behind. It's beside. You know, we're yeah. equals in this relationship. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, and about the fitness and martial arts lifestyle that I'm looking for, another one of my favorite quotes is, "Don't don't look for a damsel in distress. Look for a queen willing to fight by your side." Yeah, <laughs> I like I, that too. I love that one. I like that. But I think I might be getting a little too, you know, unrealistic trying to find a girl that, you know, is into martial arts. They're out there. I mean, possible. I'm just, it's just thinning, it's just thinning the pool so by so much, it, you know. It is. I can understand that because <laughs> it's such a male dominated sport, right? It's but everything I do is so male dominated, <laughs> man. It's so bad. You know what I realize? It's not just the, the martial arts, it's like the type of music I, I listen to heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah. Male dominated. I play video games. Male dominated. Everything so is male dominated. So the thing is, I think for you, you don't have to find somebody that is like you you don't have to find your twin exactly you just need to find somebody that lifestyle and we'll let you do you you know and that's that's a pretty big joanne she she doesn't really understand or uh she's not crazy about cars Mm -hmm. but she'll sit here and listen to me talk long you know so i think i think it's uh you kind of have to figure out for yourself right do you really want somebody (laughs) that you can train with or somebody that just understands that you need to go train or at least we'll train a little bit, but maybe not to the level that you're at. I don't know. Kind of have to ask yeah. yourself those questions, you know? 
Yeah, like, I get it. Like, it's okay if my future wife doesn't do jujitsu, but my last, my last uh, ex-girlfriend um, was the first girl who I've ever been with who was very hardcore into fitness. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, did it make my life so much easier? Like, didn't <laughs> I totally get understand. mad at me for going to the gym. Didn't ask me, who do you love more, me or jujitsu? By the way, people actually have asked me that. Who do you oh, love gosh. more, me or jujitsu? <laughs> you really want me to answer that? <laughs> so that was, that was, that was great. But, um, but as far as you saying, don't try to change people. Like I've, I've, been in a couple relationships with people who are smokers and i'm like you know what i'm gonna get them to quit and at the end of the day man (laughs) just just find someone who isn't smoking the first place and save yourself (laughs) years years of heartache and headache yeah and you start off the relationship on the wrong foot too you know it's like you're already trying to change something about the person that you're trying to be with and Mm -hmm yeah that's just kind of starting off on the wrong foot yeah i don't i don't want to call myself like a strong figure or a father figure but i feel like a lot of people come to me to like be fixed or healed i don't know do you have the same kind of thing going on with you Mm, no i don't think so i mean uh yeah i wouldn't say so yeah man for some reason a lot of people come to me to like fix them and I guess it was for, <laughs> it was bad. For a while, I was okay. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. I'm gonna change your life. But then I'm like, damn. When That's I do that, my own life, my own life gets thrown to the wayside. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So next thing I wanted to ask, um, how how do you maintain like a high level of fitness? with all the other busy things you do like this is a like a piece of advice i like to give to a lot of people like you know taxis and i'm working 12 14 hour days but i'm still getting my two sessions and i go before work i go after work i know you take fitness really seriously mm-hmm. and you work a full-time job what what's some advice you could give to the younger guys listening to this um on how to balance a high level of fitness and have a full-time job take care of your mom, be a good husband, all that stuff. I mean, it definitely requires a lot of planning. You don't have, you know, that slack, that free time to kind of uh, waste. So really having a plan for how you're going to approach the day, like you, I I hear you, you know, you like go before work, go work and then go after work. Um, It takes sacrificing uh, certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, I think, um, because of all the other priorities and things that we have to take care of here, I really can only dedicate, you know, at most like 40 minutes to an hour, you know, training each day. Mm -hmm. And so it's really knowing that making the time count, right. You can, there's, there's not going to be like, Oh, let's walk into the gym and let's have a chat with somebody for 10, 15 minutes. And then let's hang out with them afterwards and then just kind of take your time. Right. You have to go in with the plan, know exactly what you're going to hit um, get it done, you know, and then move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, sometimes there's some days where I'd like to work out, but those, those days are just too busy and that has to be cut out or something else has to be cut out. Right. And it's just kind of be, uh, 
I guess being being uh, kind to yourself, especially on those days where you know you don't quite meet meet the uh, plan or meet the expectation, and uh, just you know picking yourself up and then making up for it the next day or whatever it might be. But understanding that you need a plan going into it, and then um, if you don't exactly meet what it is that you planned, to try and just forgive yourself and and move on. I'm. I'm the worst at that, by the way. If, <laughs> You're like, oh, I missed it. If I miss... 40 training, lashes. <laughs> literally, yeah. If I miss a training session, oh, man. I can't even look myself in the mirror. I'm like, you <laughs> loser. You're never going to You're never gonna amount to anything. <laughs> so I definitely have to somehow learn to forgive myself about with, with those things. Yeah, I mean, so fitness encompasses what I'm kind of... Uh, thinking a lot about these days is fitness Mm -hmm. encompasses mental fitness too. And, you know, mental health is definitely something that I, uh, looking back now, realize that I uh, struggled with a lot, even though I was in great physical shape, you know, I would beat myself up if I, you know, had an extra donut, you know, that Mm -hmm. somebody wanted to force on me, or if I missed a training session, or if I didn't hit a PR, or if I got injured, you know, all these things, um, I couldn't forgive myself either. And it would just be like this mental spiral, where, you know, it doesn't need to be that way, right? Uh, Fitness encompasses everything, and including mental health. Mm -hmm. So just really learning to be kind to yourself and that, you know, the next day, there is a next day, you don't have to you know, go a hundred percent every single day, all the time, because mm-hmm. that is how you wear yourself out. Yeah. And, uh, as far as jujitsu goes, I don't know, maybe you'll agree with this. Once you, once you understand how to gain that mental fitness, your physical fitness actually gets better. That's how I feel lately. Actually, you're totally right. I, yeah. um, I, I kind of let go of uh, that pressure of always hitting PRs and beating myself up if I didn't, you know, meet a PR or beat a certain time or hit a certain weight and uh, just doing it now at a pace where I'm really enjoying it now. And I feel like right now I'm in the best shape of my life. I mean, I have little injuries here and there and whatever, but um, definitely in a much healthier place than I was before. That's amazing. Same here. Um like I used to be like, listen, I'm competing. I'm going to go balls to the wall every night. Physically, I was able to do it. But mentally, I was just depressed and under the weather all the time. because mm-hmm. DNS was just fried. Mm-hmm. And I told myself, listen, I'm going to go hard three nights a week. And the other three nights, I'm going to go like 70%. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I got so much better at jujitsu with that mentality by actually yep. taking it easier. You know, yep. so definitely a good piece of advice to the um, to the listeners. Um, now, as far as planning things, do you do like block scheduling or how do, how do you plan your week? No, I think these days I've kind of just been in a rhythm. I know mm-hmm. what time I kind of need to do things. And that's why, I like, you know, earlier for this call, I said, you know, I need to take care of mom up until about nine o'clock. Um, it kind of just in a rhythm now and it's kind of just, uh, as things change, just figuring it out, kind of understanding, uh, you know, work ends at a certain time. And so my schedule tends to be pretty, st- and, uh, mm-hmm. I have help here too, you know, Joanne's here to help and my dad is here s- still also. So, um, 
yeah, it, 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 uh, it's helpful to have other people, uh, helping too. But if you're just completely by yourself, then it's kind of just figuring out where you can make time and just being realistic with that, not trying to cram too many things in. Yeah, because once you get unrealistic with your goals is when you crash and burn, at mm-hmm. least, you know, at least in my in my experiences, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk about what I know something super important uh, in your life. You know, I, I know you've been dealing with a lot of stuff lately how how important would you say your faith is in overcoming the struggles you've been through in your life and you know for motivations in your life um you know you 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 asked me that question at a very interesting time in my life i think right now especially as uh, our family is kind of facing this has been the the toughest period uh, of my life until this mm-hmm. point. And, uh, you know, mom's health and seeing her kind of just deteriorating, um, it really does bring a lot of questions to my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked in the past a long time ago, and, you know, I would always confidently tell you, you know, Christianity, this is what it teaches, and this is what I believe. Mm-hmm. I think these days, though, what I really feel is uh, those things that I kind of just took for granted, those those uh, concepts, they're being they're being challenged. And um, I can't honestly sit here and tell you that it's all been you know exactly like I told you in the past, like, um, you know, my faith in God has helped me push through and that I'm still, you know, joyful my faith is strong and we're getting through this because of my faith. It's definitely uh, a time of oftentimes weakness. Mm. And um, I think uh, one of the things that I've been experiencing though, is just how, uh, you know, the community is important, right? The community of faith, especially from uh, a Christian standpoint is important here because we've received so much help and so much support from people from church Wow. A couple friends just off the top of my head that I'm thinking about right now as I'm talking that, you know, they're going through a similar difficult period, too, with family health, their parents. And having that community of faith there during this time has helped immensely because uh, we can be supported by people stronger than us or uh, in, the, in the same place as us. Uh, without me having to always be uh, quote unquote strong, right? Interesting. I'm in I'm in a time of weakness right now, and it's been tough. But knowing that other people are there for me, that has been an incredible help and has lifted me up like uh, more than I can more than I can imagine. Just having somebody that I can share with, uh, people that Joanne can talk to too, and just uh, understanding and then praying for us. Uh, oftentimes, even when I feel like I can't pray, wow. So. It's just been, it's been great, you know, in that sense. But I definitely can't sit here and say, you know, my faith in the past has like helped me be, you know, so, so great in this time that it's been, uh, you know, a piece of cake. I just like hold on to my faith and that's all I need. Like, it's been tough. Yeah, I appreciate the honest answer, man, because um, I noticed for me and I know a couple of my friends, it's... um. I noticed when my life is when times in my life where I was pretty happy, I found myself kind of forgetting to pray, 
um, forgetting to do my morning prayers and reflect on things. But man, the bad times in my life where I was struggling, I never forgot to pray. I would mm-hmm. wake up <laughs> and I'd be like, listen, God, you got to get me the hell out of this bind. <laughs> yeah. And um, if, it, if I feel like in times of struggle, the only place to look is up, you know? Yeah. Um, and you said community before, you know, I'm part of a bunch of communities, jujitsu community, the Iranian community, the, mm-hmm. you know, heavy metal community. Um, what would you, what, what is some advice you would give to someone to find a nice supportive community, uh, that they could have, um, whether it be religion or other things? Yeah, I think it's really first just about putting yourself out there, right? Knowing what your interests are and then searching out for people that are kind of uh, similar to you. I mean, it always starts like you mentioned all those different communities that you're a part of. There Mm -hmm. always has to be something that draws everybody together, right? It's not just Mm -hmm. a bunch of random people from different walks of life just getting together. There's always going to be something shared. But I think when you guys come together, that one of the most important things is to be genuine and to be real. And just be honest with everybody, mm-hmm. um, really be yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And then those relationships will form and naturally you'll be drawn to certain individuals. Um, they'll be drawn to you because of uh, just being yourself, right? And just mm-hmm. being genuine. Now, when you say just be yourself, um, I find that in the modern day, I feel like a lot of people don't even know themselves. Like... Um, I feel like a lot of people, like, especially, you know, when I'm on an app, dating app, I'll ask someone what their interests are. And they tell me, they tell me what their interests are watching Netflix and going to bars, (laughs) 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 which is why I'm so jaded. Oh God! (laughs) What advice would you give to someone to find out who they are or what their hobbies are? Like, how did you get into working out how did you get into i know you were born christian and and it's your family but your other interests cars gym etc what drew you to that what drew me to that i think i was just genuinely interested in those things i mean i think when i hear the response that you just gave me from what other people have told you when they say like netflix and bars yeah I think that just might be a sign that they uh, maybe do not want to continue that conversation, that they do have interest. <laughs> they do have interest, but they just don't feel like talking about it, sharing about it. Um, I think it may just be, you know, one of those things where you have to be around that like-minded person already to really talk about it. Because it's like, uh, I bring up, you know, out of nowhere that, you know, I like to, you know, on weekends, you know, take out my tools and work on my car, you know, I, that wouldn't just come up as a course uh, in the course of a conversation when I'm just starting to get to know somebody in the beginning. Hmm. Um, maybe, I, I don't know. It just depends on the context of the situation in that relationship. Right. It's a great but point, man. I think, I think for me, it's just the interest kind of developed over time. Right. I started looking at uh, certain things and then you dive into a little bit more and then even more and then all of a sudden it becomes a huge hobby of yours right it's like mm. what got you into jujitsu um you were in fitness and then i don't know what came after that because we haven't talked about uh that since we worked out last but you know now you're the owner of a gym 
and yeah. you instruct a whole bunch of people. It's like, you know, and it's great. It's great to see and uh, just kind of feeding your own interests and, and, and op- being open-minded and uh, really working on it. Right. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to veg out and just watch TV all day long. Um, that's what I kind of mean. Like there are people who are genuinely interested in doing that and not really, you know, applying themselves in any specific direction, but uh, we're not that type of people. Exactly. Exactly. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, so guys, what Frank is trying to say is that when I ask a girl their interest they're they just don't want to talk to me. So they're trying to blow me off. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Frank. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't exactly know on those dating apps, right? Aren't you just like you're linked with them and then you just have to start a conversation. And yeah. I bet I, I'm just imagining, right, that a lot of them don't really give you the time of day. I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, you know, what works these days aren't even genuine conversation starters. You got to do some witty opener. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, like oh, witty some, pickup line? <laughs> yeah, like Drake lyrics. Oh, God. Uh, people are like, don't <laughs> even bother just saying hi. I'm like, don't say hi. Then what do you want us to say? So it's become like, oh, it's, it's tough, man. I feel for you. It's, uh, <laughs> it's rough out there. <laughs> Times are tough, man. Times are freaking uh, tough. I'm telling I you. Can Im- I can imagine. <laughs> um, so last question of the night, because, um, I don't want to keep you too long. Uh, I wanted this to be around an hour. We're at 52 minutes. Um, and this is the deep, this is the deepest question, bro. Okay. And we've talked about this in the past. Um, you know, I I told I remember I told you to quit your job to do YouTube full time <laughs> because you could change so many lives. And look at what the hell happened to YouTube, man. YouTube is just a joke now. Um, what would you say you were put on this earth to do? And what would you say is the meaning of your life? Oh, goodness. I mean... Right now, I feel like with where I am and what mm-hmm. I've been doing lately, I really do feel like there is uh, definitely a, a mission here for me to help others uh, kind of be uh, able to approach their own situations, honestly, um, especially with what you know our family is going through right now. I don't know that... Uh, many people understand uh Mm. you know especially at our age um not many not many people our age have gone through uh this type of life situation yet i know there there definitely are but Mm -hmm. um you know at some point in time all of us are going to be going through that you know facing death facing uh the decline of our parents of uh family members and i think um yeah, I think right now it's just that's all I can really think about, right? I just want to talk about my mom and talk mm-hmm. about her story and share about who she is, share about what I'm going through, my feelings, um, and uh, outlook on the situation, what we're going through, and uh, how we're handling everything and um, successes, triumphs, failures, uh, all of that, you know? And yeah. uh, I feel like uh, there's a reason that I'm going through this at this point in time. There's a reason I have a platform that I hadn't been really using up until this point. 
And so, you know, kind of marrying those two things up, like I was thinking about this the other day, like, why is it that I have so much home video footage? Yeah. I mean, there's got to be something that I'm supposed to do with it, you know? And I think that's uh, something that I, I've been doing, right? Trying to show uh, the life of a person that's been lived so fully. And um, unfortunately now, you know, this is the stage of uh, her life that she's in. But that doesn't diminish uh, who she is. Uh, I'm not even going to say who she was, right? It's who she is, even though she might not be able to be that person right now. Mm-hmm. But that is who she is. And I think everybody has a story and everybody has uh, something to share. And so just kind of opening that dialogue and encouraging people you know, through this to, to talk and mm-hmm. to share and to be open and honest with each other. Yeah, um, I agree with what you said. Um and I remember back in the day, man, I was going through a lot uh, in college with my family, with death and um, just, um, you know, a lot of a lot of really dark issues that I still haven't to this day talked to, to anyone about. Yeah. Um, and I remember I would just watch your YouTube videos and I would just feel so much better. And I'd be like, man freaking it kind of felt like he was in the room like motivating me and i'm like man this guy's amazing (laughs) um (laughs) so um oh and one more thing you forgot to give me full credit for for being the one that made you get back on youtube oh yeah i mean (laughs) you you had such a huge part in that i mean (laughs) You've texted me more than any other person That's about, yeah, coming back and discussing videos and everything. I really appreciate you, Mike. It's a, It's been to see how far we've come in our relationship, you and me. It's yeah. uh, it's really incredible. I mean, and then to see all the things that you're doing now, it, it just brings such a big smile to my face and just brings me so much joy to see how much you've accomplished and how much you are continuing to accomplish. It's, uh, it's really incredible to see. I appreciate that, man. And, um, you know, uh, one, one, one thing that you, you taught me better than anyone else. I remember I came to the, um, I came to California and I thought we were going to hang out and you took me to the food bank. I'm like, what the hell are we doing here, bro? And you're like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, why you bring me here? <laughs> and you're like, you know, um, something I like to do. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I came halfway around the world to pack food in boxes. What the hell? So uh, I remember you told me, you know, uh, a big part of who you are, your faith, and all this is that, you know, helping people is very important, right? So that 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 made a very big impact on me. So I had to search deep within myself to find out, you know, how do I want to help people? Um, I tried to volunteer. I didn't really like it. I tried to um, be a personal trainer. Didn't really like it. But I found that I love, I absolutely love teaching jujitsu. I love making people stronger. I love giving people confidence. And I love being like a mentor for people. That's awesome. Thanks, man. And I mean, um, I'm so every, glad everybody that you found has that. their own way. You know, everybody yeah. has their own way that they want that they can help. You know. Yeah. That's incredible. It's, I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, man. So, any? Do you have any last words you want to say to the audience? 
Um, where can they find you? Where can they find you? Besides for <laughs> uh, I mean, on YouTube, cube. Yeah, Ice One Cube, ICE, the number one C-U-B-E. But, uh, mm. you know, I just want to thank you, especially for this conversation. I mean, even without the audience listening, it's just, you know, two friends catching up. And <laughs> again, it's it's so good to hear from you and to see like your gym and mm-hmm. all the competitions that you've been in and everything that you've accomplished and all the competitions you win and all the lives that you've changed. It really motivates me like crazy. I know you always tell me like, uh, I motivate you and I inspire you, but you <laughs> really all the way around, you. man, you're the one that <laughs> inspires me. <laughs> That's cool. Man. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, man. And thanks for all the inspiration, man. Um, I'm doing the world championships in October and that's going to be in your backyard. So Long I'd Beach? love to catch up. Is it Long Beach? Yeah, it's the uh, it's that bubble or whatever the heck they call it. The What's that bubble in Long Beach? It's like some bubble. It's like sports. They, they play sports in it. And um yeah, I'm going to be competing in the world championships there. Wow. Looking forward to uh, seeing you. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, I'm really looking forward to talking to you soon. And for thank sure. you so much for taking the time to come on tonight, brother. Yeah, thank you, man. The pleasure's all mine. <laughs> awesome. Good night, buddy. Yeah, good night, Mike. Thanks. So there you have it, guys. Um, a lot of you guys know me from jujitsu, you know, working out, heavy metal. But, you know, it was a, a little different angle of my life back in the day, YouTube. And I have a lot of people I look up to from there. And this was definitely number one. Huge role model for me. I actually went out to California to meet him, hang out with some of my family. And it was a very life-changing trip. Make sure to check him out on Instagram, Ice1Cube. On YouTube, Ice, the number one cube. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, at K-O-O-L-R-A-K. Follow my gym, at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu. And check out my podcast Instagram page, at Rambling with Rack. You can now find my new YouTube page, K-O-O-L-R-A-K-2. Uh, I'm going to try to start, you know, a new leaf, no cursing, etc. Let's see if we can get that YouTube partnership. And if you want to train at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu, shoot me a DM. Try your free class out today.